Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. President Biden is reporting that you're stepping down to actually go work for the campaign to get out the climate vote, the youth vote. How do you do, fellow kids? What? Here's the thing. The economy is actually very strong right now. I know, I know the feel, the feelonomics. I think that's how you say it. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Now, are, are you scared, first of all, what could happen if Trump ever became, God forbid, president again? I'm so Utah has taken, you know, a big step forward in paying teachers what they deserve. You're not going to clap for that? That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Jill Biden said that, by the way, at a uh, high school in a suburb of Salt Lake City, Hunter High School. And on the uh, podium in front, it just said Hunter High. No kidding. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone. (laughs) Hunter High. We knew that. Just like uh, the, the, the Attorney General Merrick Garland today had a press conference to say that there were some law enforcement problems in uh, Uvalde, Texas, when that guy went crazy and the cops didn't go in. No kidding. And he, he announced, he said, you know, seconds count. I, I thought I'd seen a bumper sticker, you know, when, uh, when seconds count, police are minutes away. Not the police's fault, but it's the uh, obvious, the department of the obvious. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. we got a lot planned here for today. Much later in the show, we'll be joined by uh, Senator Peter Durant. Uh, he delivered the Republican response to Mara Healy's State of the State address, which I'm going to guess you didn't catch last night. And then at, uh, at later on in that final hour of the show, we're going to have on uh, George Hill, the FBI analyst who... Uh, who was a whistleblower for uh, Jim Jordan when they uh, revealed that uh, the uh, the Bank of America was turning over credit card records to the uh, feds with no no warrants, no subpoenas, no nothing after January 6. Now the now this uh, terrible scandal has gotten uh, infinitely worse. It turns out it wasn't just the the secret police of the deep state, the FBI that were involved in in uh, this crackdown on freedom of speech. It was also the Treasury Department. And they were searching. Uh, they were they were searching for uh, for references on people's social media to towards to wor- revolutionary words like Trump and MAGA. And they were they were searching. They were looking for uh, bank records on people who had uh, who had shopped at uh, at uh, Bass Pro Shop and uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, and people who were buying Bibles. Yes, Bibles. It's interesting because you know I was talking to a, a, a Protestant the other day, and uh, you know I mentioned the, the, the how the FBI has been uh, going after uh, Catholics who like to go to Latin masses, 
And this guy just mentioned in passing, he said, you know, I think the, I think the FBI and the Democrats hate Protestants as much as they hate Catholics. I said, obviously. I, yeah, I, I totally agree. But we just had, didn't have any documentation of it. But, you know, obviously, you know, my grandmother, who was a Protestant, always used to say to my mother, Francis, these boys don't know anything about the Bible because the Catholics weren't that into the Bible, still aren't that into the Bible. You know, they'd rather have you reading the catechism. And so, you know, when, when they go after people buying the Bible, you're hitting predominantly a Protestant group. You notice they're not going after people buying the Koran, just like they're not going after any Muslim bakeries in Dearborn, Michigan, or St. Paul, Minnesota, that uh, refuse to bake uh, gay wedding cakes. Only Christian. It's, it's funny how that works, isn't it? 844-500-4242. 844-500-4242. We had a lot of illegal alien news that we'll get to later in the show as well, and we've got some Brandon Cuts in addition to all of that. I want to start off with the uh, the situation in, the, in New Hampshire today, though. We're, we're now uh, only, what, four days, four days, five days away from the uh, primary on Tuesday. And, uh, you, you know, so I've started picking up the uh, the Globe. I, I, I have to subscribe for obvious reasons. I, I know I'm ashamed of myself. I, sh- I, should, I should try to do better in 2024, but I do subscribe to the to the non-print edition. I wouldn't pick up a print edition of the Globe on a bet. And uh, so I look at the the tracking poll that they've started running on the New Hampshire primary, and it comes out at 5 a.m. And so you know that if, if Nikki Haley was making any progress whatsoever, it would be splashed across the top of the page. It would be the only. It would be a bigger. It would be a bigger story than, uh, than, I don't know, Bill Belichick being uh, beatified by the Boston sports writers as the greatest man of all time. But I, I scrolled down and I couldn't find it anywhere. I thought, what what happened? I thought they posted at five o'clock, and I found that the the font was about, I don't know. It was it was like smaller than a, than a, than a flea, and I knew immediately. Nikki ain't doing that well. She's she's killing a lot of trees. She's wiping out entire forests in northern Maine, and nothing is happening for her in the poll. And sure enough, I checked, and the the poll numbers were almost exactly the same as they were yesterday. She picked up a couple of points, but the fact is, Trump is steady at fifty percent. She's at thirty six percent. DeSantis is at six point four percent. And this is a, this again a pretty pretty reputable poll. It's Suffolk University, Dave Paleologos' polling outfit, and it's uh, paid for by The Globe and by uh, Channel 10, the NBC affiliate that nobody watches. And uh, so, but the fact is, she's got nowhere to move because they, they also ask, this is a rolling poll. So this was the first poll taken since the, the it was Tuesday and Wednesday. So this is the first poll since the uh, Iowa caucuses, which Trump won resoundingly. And the second choice, DeSantis, 36.6%. Undecided or somebody else, that's a combined 36%. And do you know who the second choice, how many people Nikki Haley is the second choice for? 9.3%. So even if she converted 
every single person that she was the second choice for, she would not not be within, well, she'd be within striking distance, I guess you could say, within five points, but not close. So then they also ask the Haley voters. This was a this was a very revealing question. I thought they said, "Why are you voting for Nikki Haley?" These are these are her thirty six percent, and again, she's fourteen points behind Trump, who's steady, steady as a rock. And eighty seven percent of his voters, by the way, say that they there's no way they'll change their vote. So that's another indication she's dead in the water. So of the Haley voters. 45% of them are voting for her because they like her. 48% are voting for her because they don't like Trump. So she's an anybody but Trump candidate. That's what she is. That's all she is in one of the more moderate states for, uh, for, for Republicans in the country. And yet, yet she, can't, she can't take Trump out in a, in a, in a moderate-slash-liberal state. So what, where where does she go from here? I don't I don't know where she goes. She's she's thirty points behind in South Carolina. She's fifty points behind in uh, in Nevada. And uh, meanwhile, nine one nine. You're buying the Boston Globe, you poor bastard. I'm not. I'm writing it off. It's a write off. It's one of these things. You, they give you like a they give you six months for a buck or something like that. Then they say, well, it's going to go up to like twenty bucks a week or something. I cancel. Then, like three hours later, would you like to come back for another one dollar offer for six? Okay, I'll come back for one dollar. I think that's the way most people buy all these uh, all these sites. And that's another thing, by the way, that the uh, that the Treasury Department was looking at in uh, in uh, among uh, people uh, among MAGA and Trump supporters, if they were buying extremist websites. I would certainly put the globalist as an extremist website. But anyway, now they've got now they're sending up all these people to to go to New Hampshire and try to write in Joe, Joe Biden's name. You saw Michelle Wu is going to the mayor of Boston, fresh from her uh, no whites need apply separate but equal Kwanzaa party in December. She's now she's now going to New Hampshire, and I, I wrote my column. The lead of my column for tomorrow is: Will will white people be allowed to go to these events? If they're in a theater, are certain groups going to have to go up to the to the balcony, like in the old days in the South? Are they going to be two separate fountains? And what if she takes a bus up to New... You know, Trump always talks about they take they bring buses up from Massachusetts to, to take advantage of that same-day registration. So I'm wondering if Michelle Wu is going to... You know, she's working so hard for uh, the honky, Joe Biden. Is she going uh, to drive a bus up? And if, if she does, are they going to make the white people sit in the back of the bus? like at the party and why is she working for Joe Biden he couldn't have gotten through the front door department house for the Kwanzaa party but whereas Nikki Haley who's going after those same independent in the Democrat leading leaning independents she's she claims to be a woman of color you know like Elizabeth Warren so so where is the where's the racial solidarity there? Why is she why is she campaigning for the white man? For the great white father, for the pale face, for the white eyes. When there's when there's a when there's an elected of color 
as the that was the, that was who the party was for an elected of color. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two seven eight one. Gee, Howie, if New Hampshire had ranked choice voting in the primary, Nikki would magically be ahead. Yeah, she wouldn't really be ahead, but under ranked choice voting, she would be ahead because that's that's the, that's the scam of the century. The Republicans in Alaska in the legislature are trying to repeal it. It's 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 such a bad system, and that's why uh, that's why Bruce Poliquin is no longer the congressman in uh, in the second district of Maine, a Trump district in both 2016 and 2020, and he was ousted by a guy he beat, Jared Golden, by 2,000 votes in 2018. Don't get me started on that. 844-500-4242-802. I'm sure once Haley is bounced out of the Republican primary, she'll become the no-labels party savior candidate. She was asked about that today, and she said, uh, no no thanks. But that's always what they say, no thanks, until they until they need a, uh, a plea deal to get out from under whatever they're under. 844-500-4242. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like somebody not showing up when they're supposed to. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated U.S.-based HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly, team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. HR managers can easily cost 80 grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com and type Howie Carr under radio when you sign up. That's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com. Howie Carr under radio. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. We have the mailboxes in the in the condo building downstairs, and I I would have to go downstairs today to pick up my Nikki Haley mailing. I was going to hold it up and you know just say, "Oh, this is all I've got." You know, I'm 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 being deprived. I'm not getting six seven a day. Of course, I'm living in Florida, not New Hampshire. But you know what? I said eh, I'll pick it up tonight on the when I go in the when I go in the lobby. Eight four four five hundred. Maybe then maybe I'll get maybe I got another one today. Maybe I'll have two to show you tomorrow. All right. Today's poll question is brought to you by Eden Rafferty Attorneys at Law. To see what happened to my leg while having cryo performed at Restore Hyper Wellness, go to EdenRafferty.com. It's not, it's, it's not for weak stomachs to see what they did to my leg. Uh, Jared, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who would you vote for in the New Hampshire Democrat primary next week? Marianne Williamson, Rep. Dean Phillips, or I'd write in Joe Biden. By the way, I saw Dean Phillips today described as a gelato magnate. (laughs) Isn't that a great description? That's fantastic. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I love gelato, but I didn't know it was that big of an industry that you could be a gelato magnate, a gelato tycoon. I would vote for the gelato magnate. 51% of the audience agrees with you. They say Reptine Phillips. 35% for Marianne Williamson, and 15% would write in Joe Biden. 15% of this audience? That's a shocker. 844-500-4242. That, th- those numbers will not hold up over the course of the afternoon, I dare say. Vivian, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Vivian. Hi, Howie. Nice Hi. to talk to you again. Just tricky Nikki. She is so grating, and when she starts pointing that finger, and I'm so glad you brought it up, there's a, now it's a two-person race, and you made, I can't say it verbatim, but you made a comment about that, and also the comment you made about Fox. I was watching Newsmax, my favorite, Thank you. and what they were saying and then I said, oh, I'm going to put on Fox for a few minutes. And I thought I was watching a different primary. Yeah. And you well, said it's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's the same thing with the newspapers, the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal. They're, they, you know, Nikki Haley is running away with this thing. Oh, I know. I know. It just got me. I said, you couldn't have been any more clear. And when you said that, I just said, oh, good. I'm not losing my mind. I saw this from Newsmax to Fox. I really thought I was watching a different primary. Yeah, I know they're gonna they're gonna try to promote her, and then you, you know they were uh, they were with DeSantis in the beginning. Then they 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 figured you know he's not making it, so they they want they were interested in Glenn Youngkin, but he didn't win the uh, legislative races in Virginia, the off year legislative races in Richmond. So they dumped him, and now they've uh, come around to Nikki Haley. And again, she's she's with. Uh, She's with the Bush-Cheney wing of the party, which they're naturally aligned. Mitt Romney, Paul Paul Ryan, who's on the board of News Corp. You know, she's really there. She should have been their go-to candidate all along. But, you know, she, she'll she be gone shortly, I think, uh, I, unless, uh, you know, unless lightning strikes. And I don't see lightning striking. Thanks for the call, Vivian. 844-500-4242. I'm just looking at the, uh, the, the, another web page. If you, if you subscribe to this, you'll probably... Uh, be under scrutiny by the Treasury Department, but it's redstate.com. I'll just read you a few stories you're not going to see here tonight on the uh, network newscast. Ethics complaint, colon, Justice Jackson's failure to report husband's income under scrutiny. This is uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, the woman who doesn't know what a woman is. Remember that? I'm not a biologist. Not, not Not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree, but hey, She checks the boxes like Claudine Gay. Democrat lawmaker introduces bill to tear down the Statue of Liberty because of immigration or something. Really? Then this one, we've talked about this a little bit. The CDC knew about the COVID vaccine and the risk of myocarditis, but forgot to send out the memo. You see another another young, relatively young person died, an assistant coach with the Golden State Warriors, 46 years old. Last week, it was a 32-year-old former linebacker for the uh, Oakland Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders. It, too many, too many young people dying, way too many, especially men. I'm Howie Carr.
from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. The uh, judge in Atlanta who's hearing this uh, phony baloney uh, kangaroo court case against uh, President Trump and Rudy Giuliani and a lot of others has uh, scheduled a hearing on uh, the allegations of misconduct between the uh, the, the uh, district attorney, uh, Fani Tanif. Those are Swahili words, by the way. Are we going with Fani now? Yes. Fanny. She says it's Fanny. I call her Fanny. I prefer Fanny, Howie. I like Fanny. Yeah. Like Fanny Fox, Wilbur Mills' old girlfriend or, you know. But anyway, they've uh, and, her, and her boyfriend, who she's been seeing a lot of and has given 650000 to, he has scheduled a hearing on those misconduct allegations for the day after Valentine's Day. I was going to say. February 15th. The only way it could be better if it was on Valentine's Day itself. No cruises for these two. No lovers <laughs> cruise on Valentine's Day unless they can get back in time. Latoya Cantrell, the mayor of New Orleans, could not be reached for comment. All right, time now for Grace with the news. Howie, the Senate has passed a bill to avert a government shutdown again one day before the deadline. This is from Forbes. The legislation, which is also... Grace, here's a quarter called someone who cares. <laughs> the Senate approved the bill in a 77 to 18 vote, and it's expected to pass the House. And the legislation would push the shutdown deadline for some agencies to March 1st and the rest to March 8th. Can we move on? Yes. Biden admits that the Houthi strikes haven't worked yet as the U.S. hits Yemen again and says more are coming. So he actually did answer a question from a reporter. The reporter asked, are the airstrikes in Yemen working? He said, well, when you say working, are they stopping the Houthis? No. Are they? We, going- have a, we actually have that sound cut. Cut three. Season and a record setting performance for you. No, that's <laughs> Cut three on the on the uh, Biden cut sheet. Are the airstrikes in Yemen working? Well, when you say working, are they stopping the Houthis? No. Are they going to continue? Yes. It just doesn't feel like that's something you should be saying. Like, are we supposed to be telling everyone everything that's going on with our, you know, geopolitical know, foes? Why did they remove the Houthis? from the uh, designated terrorist list. That was the, that was one of the first things they did after they shut down the Keystone Pipeline when they were installed in January 2021. And now they now yesterday they just put them back on the list. Do you think Mr. President, do you think maybe Trump knew what he was doing when he put them on the list on the designated terrorist list? They're kind of terrorists, aren't they? Well, he's never going to admit that Trump knew what he was doing. That's like the biggest <laughs> sin of all. But I, I just think it's very, very alarming how we how we have all of these conflicts rising up. And he seems to just talk to like he doesn't ever take questions. But then occasionally he'll tell everyone everything. It's It reminds me of the minor incursion comment where he basically was willing to get us into World War Three because he just felt like telling reporters that day about what was going on. Uh, he's in North Carolina today, by the way. I think that's another state that has uh, either degraded or totally canceled their primaries so, the, so that he won't be embarrassed. But uh, the, our North Carolina listeners, he's in, he's in Raleigh, the uh, Research Triangle area. And uh, he's, he's got traffic tied up to a fare thee well as, as people who work for a living are trying to. to uh, oh. He's taking credit. 
his his election and Barack Obama's election, they suddenly the Republicans started taking over every lever of government in North Carolina. They're going to get the governorship this year with Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor from Greensboro. They'll have everything at that point. And and the, that's the reason why the North Carolina economy is doing all right, because it's all Republicans. You know, it's like Florida. Everywhere the Democrats are in charge, uh, they're, they're, uh, there's total chaos and squalor and, uh, you know, flop houses for illegal aliens. And uh, they, they, uh, they, they don't want to talk about that. How is he taking a victory lap on this? Like, it, what, what's his rationale? It's let's, the Biden boom. I, I'm looking. I just got the cut sheet here for, uh, let's see, uh, billionaire. Okay. He's talking about billionaires. Factories heading overseas under Trump. Trump wants the stock market to crash. Oh, he does? <laughs> it's so absurd. Hey, Howie, by the way, you were talking about people writing in Joe Biden and how the Democrats at first were telling us, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, this this primary in New Hampshire is meaningless. And now they're kind of panicking about it. And they're, yes. they're sending out the best and the brightest, like Mayor Wu here from Boston. Well, did you see the other plan that some of the Democrat socialists have? That instead of writing in Joe Biden, people should write in ceasefire onto their ballot and send a message to Joe. Well, are they are they planning to have another one of these elections like 2020 where they uh, where they don't get the election returns for all this time? You know, it's like Cambridge has always had this ranked choice voting. And, you know, every Mm -hmm. other place in the in the state, you know, gets the uh, gets the returns by like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night uh, on Tuesday night. And. Thursday night into Friday morning, Cambridge is still counting and figuring. Uh, what do they think? Do they think having write-ins is going to make it faster or slower to count the votes? Yeah, whenever anyone calls up the show, Howie, and says, you know, why don't people just do a write-in campaign for so-and-so? I'm like, oh, it's just so many more options for things to go wrong. People writing in. I mean, they, they I don't really trust... I hate to say this, but I don't trust the, the system as is, let alone if you have people writing in their own... They have With a their website. own handwriting. People can right. just toss those. They have a website, the Biden campaign. Let me read you, let me read you this description. And you think, th- tell me if you think the average Democrat who's addled by drugs, alcohol, hasn't worked in decades, hasn't left the couch in decades. Start at the bottom of the ballot. Fill in the oval for write-in. Then write Joe Biden on the line. How many Democrats do you think are capable of doing that, Grace? I just don't know if anyone's going to want to do that. I don't think I don't think any most Democrats haven't written their own names since they started going to direct deposit of welfare checks. Well, I kind of agreed with what you were saying yesterday, Howie, that has to do with your poll question as to whether or not people would want to write in Joe Biden or would prefer to vote for Nikki Haley to kind of stick it to Trump. Right. I think that that's the more likely of the two. I I don't well, think now it's... we have the now we have that tracking poll from the uh, Globe and Channel Ten saying that forty five percent of Nikki's voters in the poll are for Nikki and forty eight percent are just trying to stick it to Trump. Yeah, spite. That's I really, mean, spite really, really gets people going. She's got, huh? <laughs> spite is a strong feeling, Howie. 
It can really motivate people. Hey, uh, I wanted to let people know that right now, if you go to HowieCarsher.com and you click on store, you can get Calitrend. We have some left that you can still get. Um, they're, they're there now, but they go fast. This is a really great, specially formulated digestive enzyme that can help you lose weight. Uh, it's originally $70. You're getting it for just $35, so you're getting it for half off. Go to HowieCarsher.com, click on store, and you'll see it right up there. It's a Grace's Goodies, and there's some that are still there for you if you if you missed out on that. Another big story today, Howie. Squad lawmaker explains creative way to pay $14 trillion in slavery reparations. This would be New York lawmaker and uh, fire alarm puller Jamal Bowman. You got him. Oh, you have the. Oh, I thought you were going to play a spot. Oh, no, I'm just letting you know that he wants the federal government to push a $14 trillion reparations measure that um, that includes. He said, when COVID was destroying us, we invested in the American people in a way that kept the economy afloat. We invested in the American people. Yeah. Yeah. It was baked in. I've got a column in my uh, back pocket now on some of the investments. Uh, Grace, another uh, another uh, guilty plea in federal court. The guy, the guy bought a, a Rolls Royce and spent thirty two thousand dollars on French bulldogs. Do you know Whoa. how many French bulldogs you can get for thirty two thousand bucks? I think you can get about like over fifteen. Really? Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you do with sixteen French bulldogs? I mean, honestly, I would say the bulldogs are probably a better investment than the Rolls Royce because at least you can sell them. And you can probably make a good profit. And, and you just keep that. You just build a kennel, and no one sees the uh, no one sees the bulldog, the French bulldogs. But the Rolls Royce. I mean, I guess it was just like uh, you know, it, was, it it was like drawing a target on the guy's back. Even the feds were able to figure out that yeah. there, was, there was some monkey business going it, on. It's like Goodfellas. I mean, how often? I mean, you're in Palm Beach, Howie, so there's always a Rolls Royce around, right? But in most places, remember what you used to say to your aunt Mabel? You'd say. What did you say, Howie, one time you said when you were living in Maine, you said, Aunt Mabel, are we poor? I haven't seen a Rolls Royce in months. In Portland, yeah. (laughs) You know what? All these years later, I still have never seen a Rolls Royce in Portland. But in Palm Beach, you see them pretty often. But yeah, in most places, if someone has a Rolls Royce, it's going to make you kind of do a double take. Yeah. No, it is. Now, having a French bulldog, though, Howie, that puts a target on you for a whole different reason. Well, ask Lady Gaga, right? Yeah, ask her dog walker, because that's right. that can be a dangerous situation. But it says the measure introduced in 2023 would prompt the federal government to spend $14 trillion on a reparations program that would support the descendants of enslaved black people and people of African descent. Bowman believes that the $14 trillion could be distributed over decades. So here's the quote. Who says the $14 trillion needs to be paid out in one shot? It might be possible for it to be paid out over 5 or 10 or 20 years. You could take that $333,000 and break it up into monthly checks over X amount of time. There are creative ways to do the right thing and do what needs to be done. Well, there are also creative ways to stop a vote on a continuing resolution on the federal budget, right? You just go and pull the fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> He's all about the creative tactic. That's it for me, Howie. All right. Thank you, Grace. We have a, uh, a big, uh, a, a big, our most popular cheap bastard deal is about to come up. And those of you who are regular listeners and regular followers of the cheap bastard deal know the deal I'm talking about. So stand by. 844 Auctions are one of the oldest forms of commerce known to man. 
Auctions are how economies determine values for assets and commodities. Auctions are not a fire sale at a discounted price. Rather, auctions are an accelerated sale with competitive pricing. So, just because your parents listed their house for sale at a set price doesn't mean you have to. J.J. Manning's accelerated auction process is one of the fastest growing segments in real estate. Manning's time-tested approach began over 16,000 auctions ago in 1976 by its founder, Jerome Manning. Just what are the main benefits of a J.J. Manning accelerated sale versus a traditional listing at a set price? Well, in the Manning method, there are no contingencies. In the Manning method, the buyer signs our exclusive P&S purchase and sale and makes a 10% non-refundable deposit that day. In the Manning method, you set the terms which all buyers must follow. J.J. Manning uses their own 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of marketing saturation and 30 days to close. No deviations to the purchase and the buyer's feet are kept to the fire. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. If you missed any part of the show, we've got you covered. You know what, guys? This could be a podcast. Subscribe to the Howie Car Radio Network on your preferred podcast platform and start listening to previous shows and exclusive podcast-only features. It's huh, actually not a bad idea. You're listening to the Howie Car Show. It's Howie Carr's Cheap Bastard Deal. Oh, yeah. Sounds too good to be true. Oh, no, it's real, and it's a steal. You know there's plenty more when you shop at Howie's store for another Howie Carr Cheap Bastard Deal. Howie Carr, the cheapest bastard around. And this is the most popular deal, hands down. 110 Grill, over 30 locations in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire and New York. 110 Grill, modern American cuisine in a trendy, casual atmosphere. You're sure to find a 110 Grill not too far from you. There's one in Manchester, Connecticut, opening February. That'll be the number 41. While supplies last, you can purchase a gift card valued at 50 bucks for just $25. But with so many locations, these will sell out fast, so get yours now. Go to HowieCarshow.com and uh, click store to order your gift cards right now. And you don't have much time. Get there right now. With us to tell us more about what the 110 Grill has in store for the uh, for the this uh, winter season and into the spring is Stephen Talley, Director of Training and Development for the 110 Grill. Thanks for being with us again, Stephen. Thank you for having me, Howie. Not too early to make uh, reservations for Valentine's Day, is it? No, it is coming right around the corner. We are less than a month away from Valentine's Day. That is a big deal for everyone in the restaurant industry and everybody who is not single. Uh, and maybe some for those who aren't, um, but we are we are taking reservations now for uh, all of our Valentine's Day um, activities and features that are coming around the corner less than a month away. All of our restaurants are geared up and, and they are excited for what is a busy, busy day for us. So please go out and get your reservations as soon as you possibly can. We will do what we can to accommodate any last-minute reservations and walk-ins, but typically it is a, a standing room only and reservation only kind of day. So... Please make your reservations as soon as you can. 
I know you've got some new menu items, but first I want to ask you about the loyalty program because you've got a fantastic loyalty program at the 110 Grill. Tell, tell, us, tell us how it works. We certainly do. So for every dollar that you spend on food and non-alcoholic beverage, you, res- you receive a point. For after 110 points, um, you are eligible to $10 off your next visit, or you can accrue those points and those dollars, and you can use them as you'd like. So you can go and save up for an entire year and then spend – uh, almost no money on, on your next visit or on Valentine's Day, which happens to be coming up. So those, those are great. Along with that, we also have our lunch club, um, which after 10 visits for lunch, um, you receive the 11th meal free. Uh, and then we also have uh, free app- uh, free uh, appetizers and desserts that are also um, part of the loyalty program as well, based on anniversary and your birthday. Um, it is a very robust system. We're very, very proud of it. We're already sold out. This could be an all-time record. <laughs> but it's uh, there's so many great locations and there's so many great po- points to the uh, 110 Grill. It's such a great place. Uh, tell tell me about the the couple of the new menu items. The one that t- uh, caught my eye is the jambalaya flatbread. Boy, does that sound good. Yeah, so we just rolled out some new feature items uh, last week. Um, this, like you said, the jambalaya fr- uh, flatbread is one of my favorite ones. It's got fresh crab meat on it, some um, ground chorizo, uh, sautéed peppers and onions, and then that's all over a spicy marinara sauce with some smoked provolone over the top of that. Uh, one of my personal favorites is the braised pork shank. It's a slow braised um, pork shank over uh, crispy polenta, and it has some tri-colored roasted carrots on there. Uh, but uh, I'm a very much have the sweet tooth, like uh, most most men have sweet tooths. Um, but this roasted pear mascarpone that we just put on our menu is absolutely to die for. It's roasted pears with some um, uh, mascarpone and granola and some sweet sea salted caramel sauce over the top of that. It's absolutely fantastic with some fresh whipped cream. Um, I I eat probably one a day. Wow, you got to be putting on some weight then here in the uh, early uh, <laughs> early days of the year. And uh, all the uh, all the 110 grills have uh, liquor licenses, so you always have a, you always have a special drinks for the uh, season. What do you got this, coming up uh, this uh, this winter? Sure. So this one we have an orange spice martini, which is uh, an orange spice infused vodka that we've we're infusing in house. Um, it's the first time we've done that uh, in quite some time, so uh, it's new to us. And um, then it also has a little spice brown sugar simple uh, cinnamon uh, simple syrup. Say that ten times fast. Um, and that goes along with a little lemon juice uh, and a little triple sec as well to kind of round it all out and give a little bit more um, citrus uh, vibe to it um, to, to kind of mellow out all the uh, orange spice. Uh, but it is very, very delicious, um, and I cannot have one of those a day. Otherwise, I, I will fall over. <laughs> well, that's great. And, and again, it's a, it's a great place. Uh, you got the great bars in, in, uh, in every location, and it's a great place to watch the uh, NFL playoffs or the uh, Super Bowl coming up. It's, it's a lot of good uh, football coming up and uh, all, all kinds of sports. And then when the spring comes, you can go uh, back outside and uh, you got all the, uh, all the outside dining areas. It's, it's just a 110 Grill. It's just a fantastic place. I appreciate it, Howie. We are very, very excited. Summer is only or just a few months away, so we're excited to, to try to get the patios open as soon as we possibly can. Uh, I personally enjoy sitting on the patio as much as we can. So, All right, we're sold out. Better luck next time to everybody who tried to get on and didn't get one. The 110 Grill. It's a great place. I'm Howie Carter.